Hey Blockheads, this is DJ AK from NK Airplay Radio. And if you love what the My So-Called Whatever podcast crew is doing, check us out too. NK Airplay is an online radio station playing all your favorite hits from the 80s and 90s, especially the ones from those boys in the band, New Kids on the Block. Listen to artists like Boys to Men, Debbie Gibson, Tiffany, boy bands, girl bands, and many more. We play artists that are associated with or who inspired the new kids on the block, plus some of the artists that inspired us while we were growing up. Check us out on social media at NK Airplay Radio. And download the Live 365 app for your iPhone or Android phone and listen today. Friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, we're friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, cry, and hug, friendship's all in gold. My soccer, whatever started a year ago. We share our stories, and your stories were told. 80s, 90s, memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, NKOTB. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW Hashtag Friends Forever Yeah Uh, 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 uh Yeah Wait, what did you just say? It's like a nor'easter It's gonna snow? Yeah Where did you get this information? Um From two sources from my mother and Pete. This is ridiculous. Why do we live here? Like, I, I want to move. I'm recording, by the way. Oh, good. So I have to tell you. Yeah. Brent and I just went down an in-sync hole. Oh, you did? Yes, we did. Fun. I wish I was there. Yeah. And she, she was really excited about watching Well, because in-sync is exciting. It really is. Um... Hold on, I had some notes. Oh, you did? I, I totally took some notes because I was like remembering some stuff and like you know how I am. And you, oh, it's right. Here. Yes, you you uh you like to take the notes. And I didn't take very many. I didn't take very many, but I ended up taking some notes like throughout the day. Yeah. Because um I just like it was weird. It was like an instinct day. Um, I love ink. I love InSync days. It was just like InSync was on the brain like all day today, and like even though I like we were we knew we were going to record this episode, like actually let's do a little backstory, little little back information before. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, let's we intro. Need let's here let's intro first. Let's intro. Let's intro. Let's intro. Okay, this is Brooke, and this is Nikki, and. This is my so-called whatever. Yes. Um, it's not a block party. We decided no. to go back to our, our previous format. And it's, this is a boy band episode. Right. 80s, 90s boy band episode. This is volume three. Yes. Right? In Stories, volume three. And we have a little backstory on this. Because this right. actually was going to take place a while ago. It was actually, we had gathered some stories m- months and months ago. Actually, one is from like a year ago. 
<laughs> over a year ago. Um, and hey. we were just kind of waiting on the right time to release it, like to, to do the episode. And we thought, you know what the perfect right. time would be? Would It would be the No Strings Attached release um, anniversary. 20th anniversary. Right. Which was March 21st. Right. Well, guess what happened? The day before my birthday. It was. And guess what happened before March 21st? The Donnie episode. Johnny <laughs> yes. So we had this all ready to go. And then Donnie was like, let's do an episode. And so we were like, yeah. Right. So obviously, that's what we do. We put it on pause and had Donnie on because Donnie is, hey, that's Donnie. That's right. That's right. And we thought, you know what? Maybe if we put this off a little bit, we'll wait until May because like, let's just be honest in sync month is the, like the non-official official month of in sync is May. Correct. Right. Cause it's going to be May. Right. Because number one, it's going to be May. Number two, it's Lance Bass's birthday on May 4th. <laughs> <laughs> and therefore, <laughs> and therefore, <laughs> It only makes sense. Right. It only makes sense. I mean, May 4th, happy birthday, Lance. It's going to be May. Like, May 1st of what was it? 2018? Was it 2018 that they did their, um, they got their Hollywood? Yeah. Uh, the Walk of Fame. Yeah. It was 2018 because the, because, yes. Yes, 2018. I just looked it up. Um, the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce proudly honored musical band NSYNC with the 2,636 star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, April 30th, 2018 at 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. And then it was like the next day they had the pop up. Right. Or the day, wasn't it the day before? I, think. I don't know. It was like, it was either the day before or the next day. They had the pop-up that opened and that was all those glorious pictures of JC having a good time. Oh my gosh. Oh my Those goodness. were great pictures. That was great. I like to see JC let loose. Uh, yes. I like, you know, we talk a lot about new kids because let's just be honest, like new kids, they were my first love. They were my first heartbreak. You know what I mean? Like, they. I mean, it was, it was legit, you know, like I never got to see them. And then this new band came along and I was like, Brooke, I feel like, I feel like this is our calling. I didn't say it in those words. I mean, we've talked about it. We've talked about this. Yes. We've talked about that car ride. Yes. That car ride. When the song comes on. Yeah. And we're like, I really like this. I do too. Do we like boy bands again? Yeah. Uh, I think we do. Who's your favorite? Is this our favorite? I think it is. (laughs) Like... Right. This was a this was a conscious like this was a this was a conversation. I remember it on Kinescake Avenue. It was very serious, and we were seniors in high school, and that's when it happened. Were we seniors? I don't remember. We it was ninety eight. Yeah, it was. It was like it wasn't the end of the school year yet. It was like right before school year ended, and because it was like almost summertime, I think. But it was There was no snow. I know that much. Right. I believe it was 1998 <laughs> because by 1999 we were full. We were in. full. We were all in. Full on. Yes. Hello. Yes. 
here we are. Here we go. Here we go. go. (laughs) So, but so this episode has been in the making, and then I mean, also like, let's not. We had a hiatus for a couple weeks too. We did. Well, I had a hiatus. Yes, and. That, well, that's a, you were not going to do an NSYNC episode without me. No, of course I wouldn't. Of course I wouldn't. So um, it just so happened. I was like, we were talking today. And I'm like, you know what? It's May. Now we've got some more NSYNC stories in the queue because we got a couple more sent to us. Let's do our NSYNC episode. Woo woo. So here we go. And here it is. NSYNC volume three. NSYNC, vo- NSYNC stories volume three. I love InSync. Me too. Um, <laughs> I've I've been on an InSync binge for about a month. About a, it's been a couple months. It's been since the No Strings Attached anniversary. Um, I started like diving down deep into it again. Yeah, and um, I just recently purchased an InSync purchase on eBay. Is this the one that you sent me? You sent me. This is the one I sent you. Looks amazing. This is InSync Hotline Fantasy Phone and CD-ROM game. Okay, I had this. Like I had it. Um, I don't. So here's the thing. Like I remember, and I don't remember getting rid of my InSync stuff. Like I think uh, I remember. I think my mom had had like had a conversation with me because my mom's a minimalist. And she was like, you know, you've got kids, you've got a baby on the way, whatever, or I had a baby. Um, You should really start getting rid of this stuff because I'm not going to keep it at my house. And I mean, I will never say that. First of all, I will never say that to Brennan Brody, like ever. (laughs) And maybe call me a hoarder. Okay, whatever. But we keep little things here and there for the kids because they're like attached to them. They want to keep them for their kids or whatever. So whatever, you know. I let them keep them. Um, But my mom had somehow talked me into getting rid of my NSYNC stuff. And um, I was regretting it before it even happened. Like I can remember gathering it together and already regretting it. Like I'm pretty sure I cried. Like it was that hard to like detach from it. Um, And Kevin was like, no, I'm not going to let you get rid of that. I'm not going to let you get rid of that. Like he grabbed a bunch of stuff and I actually had thrown like I either had thrown away my posters or had put them somewhere and he ended up wrapping them together and putting them aside because I didn't even know I still had my NSYNC posters until we went to his parents house and he was like look I like like we say you saved these and I was like I didn't save those so (laughs) um so I managed to save quite a few things, but a, there were a lot of things. I mean, I was in sync merch queen. I will say, I was. You had a lot of in sync merch. I did. Um, I've started to reaccumulate some of the things, some of the items that I really, really remember and really enjoyed. Um, I had this in sync um, skateboard thingy. It was like a little, I think it was like a keychain, but it was like a ski board and like you could like see yes. it with your fingers. Um, I got that. I I know exactly what you're talking about. I got that like 
maybe back in October or November. Um, I have like, I love my InSync blankets. I would never sell those. And I never did because one of them actually, and I think I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again. Um, I had just met Kevin. When I met Kevin, um, I, I said, hey, you want to play basketball sometime? <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> and I, I was like, hey, hold on a second. Let me go get my address book. You better believe what I pulled out was an in-sync address book. I was 20 years old. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I I mean, there is nothing wrong with if that. If a man stays after a 20-year-old girl goes and pulls out her in-sync address book, you know that he's like the one and only. Like it was you know that deal. he's going to be a good man. So, um I remember I wrote his number. I have I know I have that somewhere cuz I did keep that. Just because of the memory. I think it was like one of the only addresses I ever put in there. Like not addresses, but phone numbers. Right. Um, Because it was a new one. Because I had two. (laughs) I had an older one and then I had a newer one. Um, Because that's just how I rolled. You know, Claire's. You you just got to. Oh, my gosh. I mean, honestly. Claire's had all the stuff. My mall jobs supported my in-sync habit. Um. (laughs) And it was it was a hard habit to break. Let me tell you that song, "Hard Habit to Break." <laughs> I swear it was written back in the day for this this situation primarily. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this thing, this InSync hotline, I I loved it. I don't remember what I loved about it, but as soon as I saw it, like I got teary eyed, like. Yeah, and I feel like I remember you having a lot of merch that you didn't really do anything with. Right, yeah. You collected it, mm-hmm. um, but, like, I because I never played this. Like, I never... I'm, I am th- I know I played it. I, I'm for sure I played it. I'm not sure how... I just, I guess I always just, like, thought maybe I would have it somewhere someday, like... It would be right. a conversation piece, you know, and now I have that opportunity with my little museum that I'm making that and it seriously is happening, you guys, like it's legit happening. Like I'm not going to open it to the public or anything, but like Brooke and I will probably, $2 admission, please. It, Brooke and I will probably record there. It will be our record. We'll set our recording. We'll have a recording studio there. Um, not like a studio studio, but it will be like a little spot, a recording spot. Let me just say that. Um, it will definitely have like a bed with new kids on the block bedding and all that. Um, but I always just like, I think that was one of the hardest pieces to sell because I was like, what am I going to do with this? Like really legitimately, what am I going to do with this? And I sold it. Um, and I think I remember saying like, there was this little girl and I, she ended up buying, going to buy everything and I just gave it to her. Um, I gave her like all of it. I remember you saying that. I remember, yeah, we've talked about that so, um, before, which was really nice. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just like, it was like the perfect person. She was so yeah. freaking excited. This little girl was so, I'm just going to say, Aww. this little girl was so freaking excited. It was just the perfect person to give it to. You know what I mean? Right. You, and I was like, you know, if I can't have it, this girl can have it because she's going to hold on to it. Like you just knew she's going to hold on to it and she's going to take care of it. And right. She probably still has it. Um, 
I know. I wonder where she is. I know. I know. Um, one of the things I also sold was um, the InSync Game Boy game, InSync Get to the Show. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I never had a Game Boy. I had one that actually, like, it was one of those things that got left on the plane. And, like, after a certain period of time, if they don't right. get claimed, like, I got it. And so I bought InSync Get to the Show specifically because I had that Game Boy now. And yeah. um, I don't remember playing it. So I'm going to have to, like, look at some screenshots or something of, like, what it was. But I'm seriously considering getting a Game Boy Color anyway just to have in the museum and buying that game because I feel like I need to take screenshots of it. Um, you guys, I'm crazy. I've got, like I said, I, this is my passion. I love talking about this kind of stuff. So why not? You know what I mean? Like right. everybody has their thing. Like some people buy shoes, some people buy this, some people buy that. I like to buy nostalgic merchandise. So there we go. But anyway, um, so I bought that. One other thing that I really want that I'm on the hunt for is the InSync Uno game. That I loved. And I love Uno. And I really want that back. I want you back. Um, and I had this InSync watch. Do you remember this? Yes. It was a digital watch, but I believe yes. there was animation. There was, it was, it was, I just remember it being like, it was kind of big. It was very big. It was, like, it I was like that. enormous. I couldn't wear it because I, I was working at the airport at the time and it kept getting caught on bags. So I couldn't wear it. Like I wore yeah. it once and I was like, cause I would like, I would wear my InSync stuff. Like, cause I was like, just in case someone ever came to the counter and was like affiliated, like they'd be like, "Oh, that girl likes InSync. Maybe I'll talk to her." Like, well, you like, wore your InSync lanyard. I had my InSync lanyard. I wore it all the time. There's a picture actually that was just on my Facebook of me and our friend Carney, and I'm wearing the InSync lanyard. Um, and I actually replaced it like two or three times. I had it. I I want to say I even wore it until Bryn was born. Until I left, like I always had an InSync lanyard. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, so I didn't want wear the watch because the watch was so big. But I do believe it had like some kind of digital, like they danced or something. And I might be getting it confused with something else. But um, I want to say like it danced. Like there was like they like came through on the watch and like it, it was like it was it was before its time. Or I could be completely <laughs> making up this up all in my head. But um, I don't feel like I am. And I didn't look. I didn't end up like Googling or anything. These were just things like I was working and these things would come to my head and I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I got to jot this down. So. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. And oh, another thing, if you guys are really into NSYNC, um, there is there is I hope they're still doing their podcast, um, but it's the girl where you alone podcast they are like in sync to the max. Like, and I think as of right now, they're not doing it. They've they, they've stopped. But uh, we hope that they will start again. We do. And so, if you like can't get enough in sync, and you're like, I need some more, like I am right now, head on over. I'm not sure if they're on iTunes anymore, but I think it's on their website. Yeah, 
I think it is on their website. They are definitely not on iTunes anymore because they are gone from my feed. Oh, sad. Yeah. Well, just Google Girl Were You Alone podcast and hopefully You'll there's find something. Them. There's something out there. <clears throat> so we wish them the best and we really hope they come back. So we'll just put that out there. Um, For reals. There is a video that I put on the website already. Yeah, it's already there. And this video is just something I remember it very well. I remember where I was when I saw it. Um, I know exactly what video you're talking about. Yes. Um, and it was like, I don't know what was going on like during it, but it, it's it's the 1999 InSync performance at MTV Spring Break. Um where they're singing tearing up my heart and there's like a fashion show happening at the same time i was so jealous of those models me too especially the girl with the white tank top grinding all (laughs) up against justin like what what she's just got a little white tank top on and she's dancing all around and she's like oh Justin I'm going to take advantage of this situation hey 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 yeah so yes I had to put it on the website Bryn and I were watching it and I was like Bryn you gotta watch this and she was like super interested in it like she was like what what is going on here like what is happening (laughs) and I was like well it's MTV spring break so that's why all the people are like in their bathing suits and then I had to explain to her what MTV Spring Break was. And then I explained to her, like, it was like, I feel like they were wearing, like, Tommy Hilfiger stuff. I could be wrong. Maybe just everything looked like Tommy Hilfiger back then. <laughs> I think um, it kind of did. Yeah. You know, it it's like that style, that vibe. But they've got, like, big, like, dress shirts on. They're, like, buttoned down with, like, white tank tops underneath. They're, like, flowy. And big old cargo shorts that are, like, big and bulky. (laughs) That are, like, are those pants or are those shorts? I'm not sure. Like, (laughs) um. (laughs) Are they jams? Are they, are they shants? My brother used to wear jams. Oh, jams. Yeah. Jams. Oh, I thought you said jants. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, are those what they call it? Like shants, like short <laughs> shants. Short pants. Or or ports. Pahorts. Por- <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, yeah, that is like sync fever. I've got it. So um, I'm going to add a video to the website as well. I haven't yet. Yes. But it is the because let's about i don't know how long ago it was it was a while ago um months ago a couple months ago i fell down an insane rabbit hole one day on youtube it's so easy to do and i found myself watching and i had completely forgotten about it but i found myself watching the oh I know why I was watching it. I know. Okay. Win a date with NSYNC. Yes. Because wasn't Charlene there? Win a date with NSYNC? Yes. Someone was there. It was from the, um, it was like a, oh, I wish I had it in front of me. 
it was a like on stage at the place like i want to say like aspen but i don't think it was aspen lake tahoe it was lake tahoe and it was an mtv thing and it was like a dating show with NSYNC. That is amazing. Celebrity dream bait. MTV snowed in. Yes. Was that it? That's it. But MTV I don't. MTV snowed in. Okay, right here. My brother, my brother, cousins, and best friend were in the audience of this. My mom and dad drove us and took one photo before we went into, into the audience. Did Charlene write that? Yes. But she wasn't there. It was like her brother and somebody. But no, but she said, she said right here in the thing, she said, my brother, cousins, and BFF were in the audience of this. My mom and dad drove us and took one photo before we, we went in to be in the audience. So she was in the audience. Right. Yeah. That, so that's where I found it. Because she had said that about, I thought, she, I, okay, so yes, she was there. Um. It, that was when I was like, wait a minute, what is this? So I, I, cause I vaguely remembered it when she said that. So then I went and found it and there's like three parts. It's like the whole thing on YouTube and right. I watched it. I'll put the first part in here. Um, cause I took the link and then you can put the rest of them in there. Okay. On the website. Sounds good. The more in sync nostalgia, the better because I watched right. everything that Insane was on. Rosie, um, Oprah. Um, I think they were on Oprah. I don't know, but if they were on Oprah, I watched them. I don't actually. I don't think they were on Oprah because I don't think Oprah was on. Were they on Oprah? They were probably on Oprah. Oprah was on back then. I'm sure they were on Oprah. Whatever, whatever they were on, I more than likely ninety nine percent of the time watched it and recorded it. I'm looking for Insane on Oprah. Oh, okay. Yes, and sync on Oprah. Okay, okay, so I'm not losing. <laughs> so anyway, we're like like over 30 minutes into this already, but we need to add that that little those little <laughs> stories there, um, and we should probably get into stories. So maybe I'll start the first one. Sounds good. Okay, this is Stephanie's in sync memories. Hi, Brooke and Nikki. I can't believe it's been 20 years since the release of InSync's No Str Strings Attached album. Because actually, now that I remember, we have a, we have actually have a long story after this one and then another shorter story. And yes. um, we were just going to read the longer story. That was going to be our episode. Um, and then we uh. got and then we got Stephanie's. She submitted it right around the time we were going to do it, but we didn't end up doing it. Um, let me start over again. Hi, Brooke and Nikki. I can't believe it's been 20 years since the release of InSync's No Strings Attached album. I can't believe it either. I was a big InSync fan back in the day. And much like the two of you, I was on the older end of the fangirl curve. I was a 21-year-old college student when No Strings Attached was released. I have so many wonderful college memories that are attached to InSync songs. But by far, one of my favorites was the night NSA was released. But first, let's pick back up about a year or so to the moment I officially became an NSYNC fan. I love these NSYNC founding moments. It's like, like a new kids <laughs> on the block. What, what do we call them? Like you had a word for them. Like your new kid discovery, on, discovery, your discovery <laughs> moment. That's what you said. Discovery. Is that what I said? I yes. don't remember your discovery story. 
I love it. Discovery story. Yes. yes. Everybody has one. I remember the night that you and I went when No Strings Attached was released. I do too. I bought like myself it was yesterday. multiple copies. I bought two copies. I'm, I, I think I bought at least two, if not more. <laughs> I definitely bought two because I felt like I needed to do my part, but I also was not rich. So I right. bought two. Right. But you know me. I was like, in sync, all in. I'm all in. <laughs> Take my money. Yes. I remember hearing I Want You Back on the radio in the fall of 1998 and was instantly drawn to the upbeat dance rhythms and amazing voices that accompanied them. One afternoon in October of 1998, I was finished with my classes for the day and back at my very first apartment flipping channels on the TV. That reminds me of our like one of our first apartments and I drive myself crazy <laughs> coming out. <laughs> Yeah, and us like getting so excited for the premiere. Do you remember? Uh, yeah, and like so excited. Okay, sorry. I'm, like so excited. It and makes my face hurt because I'm smiling so much because I remember. And the it. other people in our apartment, like roommates and friends, yes, thought we were crazy. And we were like everybody quiet. <laughs> what, what's going to be number one? Is it going to be that, or is it going to be Ricky Martin? <laughs> Living la vida loca. <laughs> um. Okay. Doop 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 doop. I happened to stop on the Ricky Lake show just as she was introducing her musical guest. I remember seeing Justin with that ramen noodle hair sing the very first verse and thinking, wow, that boy can sing. You could tell they were singing live. And I thought, wow, they actually sound better than they do on the radio. That's rare. And that was the cool thing, like reading, learning about them in the documentary that Lance did. Yeah. Like, they performed in like the worst conditions so that they could perform anywhere. Right. Like they're they legit. They are legit. It's so cool. Um doop 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 doop. Then they did this crazy grab each other's hands flip thing and it instantly reminded me, yes, of the NKOTB choreo from CoverGirl on Hang and Tough Live when Joe and Danny do the leapfrog moves over John and Jordan and then lock arms and flip over their backs, which I want them to recreate. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I would. I say this, Brooke. I know you know I say this all the time. I want to see it recreated. No, it's a little bit different when you're 17 versus when you're 50. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, I've never been able to do that. But like, there are things that I could do when I was 17 that I can't do now. I could still flip somebody over my back. I can't do a split anymore. I never could do one. I could do a split when I was 17. I can't do a split now. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, these new guys have some talent. Verse two begins. And I think, hang on. That guy looks really familiar. Is that JC from Mickey Mouse Club? Side note, I was full on obsessed with the new Mickey Mouse Club from sixth to eighth grade, but stopped watching by the time Justin, Christina and Brittany came on because my parents had to cancel our Disney channel subscription to save money. Hey, I feel ya. I was there too. I feel ya. Yeah, that voice. Definitely JC. Only so much better because I'd never heard him sing live on Mickey, Mickey Mouse Club. They always lip synced to their own pre-recorded voices on that show. Then I noticed the pineapple hair on Chris and think, wow, that's different. <laughs> Shortly after seeing them on Ricky, I started hearing about the Backstreet Boys in sync rivalry 
is in quotation marks. And I was definitely team in sync, 100%. Even though I was definitely too old to be engaging in such banter, as I was older than two members of the band, LOL. Hey, we participated in that banter. We participated. <laughs> we we did. Yes, we, we did. did. So I decide I'm a JC girl with definite Lance tendencies once I become more familiar with all five through the future TV interviews and specials. Fast forward about a year and I know, hey, she's like both of us combined. She is. Yeah. Hey. Fast forward about a year and I know every word to NSYNC's first album and have declared Home for Christmas the greatest Christmas album ever made. It it seriously is tied with New Kids on the Block Christmas. Tied. Um. I, I am here though. Like I am, I am just going to say this and put this out there. 100%. I'm with Stephanie on this one. Woo. I can't, I mean, I have to say that I listen to NSYNC Christmas more than I do New Kids on the Block Christmas. I listen to NSYNC Christmas every Christmas season and sometimes not Christmas. Yes, because Merry Christmas, <laughs> Happy Holidays is my favorite InSync song. <laughs> well, one of them, like one of the top top three. Just there are. I didn't tell Joey that. <laughs> <laughs> I will. You know what? I'm. I can't even because I could talk about that Christmas album for days. Yes, seriously, we totally could. We totally could. Um, maybe we will someday. The doop 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 doop. I still stand by that statement and have listened to it every single Christmas season for over the past 20, 21 years. The year 2000 arrives. And once we are all relaxed a bit after realizing the world did not actually come to an end, one of the greatest boy band tracks to ever hit the airwaves is released. Bye 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 was everywhere. My friends and I couldn't wait to get our hands on InSync's third album. So we made plans to head. I'm getting goosebumps. I'm getting severe goosebumps right now. Um, my friends and I couldn't wait to get our hands on InSync's third album. So we made plans to head to our college towns. Only 24 hour Walmart so super center. That's exactly where we went. Except we drove an hour. <laughs> At 11.30 p.m. on Monday, March 20th, 2000, there are about 30 to 40 people who gathered in the electronics department eagerly awaiting the release. I think it was just you and I. It was just you and I. As midnight approached, excitement was building. And when we went in, I feel like we went in early and it was already out on the show um i feel like you're right like i think that we were waiting <laughs> we, for some we were waiting grand... for this like big moment like this grandiose like you know what i mean like yeah. re- revelation and it was like oh it's already here oh they put it out early i wonder how much earlier they put it out because we could have been here earlier <laughs> right <laughs> um there are about 30 to 40 people who were gathered in the electronics electric gathered in the electronics department eagerly awaiting the release. As midnight approached, excitement was building. And when the Walmart associates rounded the corner with shrink wrapped palette with a shrink wrap palette of CDs, everyone cheered. I wish we were the part of this. They cut the <laughs> shrink wrap at midnight on the dot and started quickly handing out copies of the CD. We headed to the checkouts to make our purchase, having no idea we were a part of history in the making. The record for 2.4 million albums sold in the first week would stand for nearly four. But I can't talk. The record 
for 2.4 million albums sold in the first week would stand for the next 15 years. We we hoped we hopped in our cars and popped our newly purchased albums into our car CD players. I remember it was warm enough that spring night for car windows to be down as car after car drove out of the parking lot, blasting bye bye bye. I feel like it was winter, but I could be I could be like confusing it. But it I it well it was because it was was winter for us. It was winter. Yeah. Okay. Because I was like I feel like I remember snow um derp it was march 21st in maine yep um my bestie and i were in her emerald green five-speed honda civic moonroof open wind in our hair singing at the top of our lungs and living our best fangirl lives how was that two decades ago it feels like just yesterday that's what she said (laughs) um true summer of 2000 had us driving two hours to st louis to see nsync in concert for the first time it was the no strings attached tour i remember standing in the beer line with a bunch of dads hey we did this who were probably (laughs) about the age i am right now and thinking how sweet it was for them to bring their daughters to see their favorite boy band i just remember you and i one of my like most prominent memories and i've talked about this before was at foxborough and i we got our picture taken in front of the beer tent because i was like there's nobody here Right. This is completely it was like empty. The yes. Um do do I had a quick flashback to age twelve in my first NKO TV show, which happened to be ten years prior, just a few blocks away at Bush Stadium. InSync was amazing in concert. Their stage presence and those five part harmonies blew me away, even within a big echoing arena. We had a decent lower bowl side stage seats and the 22 year old me screamed like a preteen girl all night. And I realized that night that you're never too old to fangirl. Exactly. (laughs) One year later, Celebrity was released. I'm sure I bought it the day it came out, but there was no midnight adventure as most of my friends had graduated or were off doing summer internships. We did go see the Pop Odyssey tour in the summer of 2001. And again, I was struck by the similarities between NSYNC and NKOTB when they embarked on a stadium tour just a couple short years after making it big enough to headline arenas. It was an incredible show. They sounded amazing once again, despite the limitations of the acoustics and a huge indoor football stadium. We sang and danced our hearts out all night. InSync will always be tied to some of my best coming of age memories. Thanks so much for giving me the opportunity to take this little trip down InSync memory lane and for all you do with this podcasting community to help us relive some of the best times of our lives. Keep up the great work. You make my Monday so much better. Thank you for all you do. I've listened to every episode since I found your podcast in September 2017. I'm going to cry. Oh, thank you, <laughs> oh Steph. My gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm seriously crying. That just, like, made me cry. Oh, Stephanie, <laughs> you made me cry. Um, P.S. I don't have any good photos from the disposable cameras I took to the shows back then, but we'll send you a link of the video someone posted of the Ricky Lake show on YouTube. And so, um, oh my gosh, I'm wiping away the tears. Um, the, the, uh, the video is on our website along with the other videos we talked about. And so you should go on our website and check it out. Um, I can't wait to watch that Ricky Lake one. I do want to say that I did find a, um, sync disposable camera recently. Um, that you haven't like. That hasn't, it's like halfway through the roll. Oh. And so there's 
there's obviously shots on it. And so when you develop these pictures, like in the bottom, it's like in sync, like, like a border. But like, um, what are the pictures that you have? On I there? have no idea. We're going to have to, we're going to have to develop them because where can you even do that these days? I don't, I think you can send it away. It sounds like old. Oh, okay. <laughs> send away. Yeah. Wow. Oh my goodness. Stephanie. I love you. Thank you so much for like Thank you. following us from September 2017. <laughs> wow. Okay. That was amazing. That was amazing. This is going to be a long episode, but that's okay. So, <laughs> so we, okay. I have the next story. Is this the same Stephanie or a different Stephanie? This is a different Stephanie. This okay. is the Stephanie that wrote the story, I think in InSync volume two or maybe one. Um, I believe we did it right before the unveiling of the Hollywood star because we had an okay. in-sync, we had an instinct um, episode then and she I think it's like Stephanie I want to say like it's Stephanie Button like that's what it, like in my head like that's her Twitter name or something um, okay and she has the most amazing stories like this girl oh my gosh like the pictures, the pictures she has, like she has stories for days. I want this girl to send me all her NSYNC stories. We should just have yes. her on. We should have her on and she can tell all her NSYNC stories and it would be amazing. That would be amazing. Even if it takes a week. And, and you can see the pictures on our website. Yes. So go back to NSYNC. Read. Just Google, not Google. Well, you can Google, but go on and in our search, just type in NSYNC. And you can bring up all the NSYNC episodes and you can go back right. and check. Yeah. All right. So this is Stephanie's NSYNC Coachella experience. Which happened, I think, the week after we were with Joey Fatone. It was it was like two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. It was because he was here on like the third or the third or the fifth. Okay. And then it was when I was on vacation, which was school vacation two weeks later. Um, all right. So this is Stephanie's NSYNC Coachella experience. Hey ladies, this is literally seven months late, but I've finally written out my whole Coachella experience and I wanted to send it your way. I don't know if and when you have another NSYNC episode planned, but you guys can keep this story on tap if you want. And we surely did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always good for an NSYNC story. So if you ever need more, holla. We're hollering. We're hollering. I've I've also got tons of NKOTB stories over the past 11 years. So if you ever need some more content there, let me know. Send um, it. Yes, yes, send yes. it, send it, send it, send it. Anyways, here's the story. Sorry it's so long, but it's hard for me to narrow it down because it was just so epic. I can't wait. I'm excited. Coachella weekend one, Sunday, April 14th, 2019. So on Thursday before Coachella, my friend who, oh, who bows at the altar of Ariana <laughs> sent me, <laughs> sent me a, is it Ari? Yeah. Ari's that. post? That's like her nickname. Yeah. Ari's post I, on I think Instagram. I love Ariana Grande, by the way. I do. She's funny. Except for that one time she like licked a muffin or something. Yeah. <laughs> but, or like a donut. And she apologized. So, okay. We all make mistakes. She may have been just being funny. <laughs> one of the InSync pay-per-view concerts in which baby Ari was in the audience and the new video of her lip syncing to tear it up my heart. I thought maybe she was trying to convert me to an art. Oh, he was trying to convert me 
to an Arianator. Is that what her fans are called? I guess. But I honestly didn't think much of it, nor did he. So I was just like, okay, that's cute. On Friday, I had several people text me over a two-hour time frame when the rumor started spreading that InSync may be playing Coachella. Oh, my gosh. All while I was at work and couldn't really wrap my head around it or even take the time to research it myself. At first, I was like, really? Then I was like, really? By Friday evening, I knew something was going to go down. I just didn't know what. I had convinced myself that they were going to perform and that I had to be there. And I even researched flights and tickets. But then I convinced myself that they were only going to introduce her and I didn't need to go. I was scheduled to close at work Sunday night. So I basically threw my hands in the air and was like, oh, well, I can't go. Saturday rolled around and I had a nagging feeling that I needed to try harder to make it happen. Because whatever was going down was something that I needed to see. I knew that if I didn't try everything I could, I would regret it. I had to close at work Saturday night, which means I had to be there around 3 p.m. and work until 11.30. The gal that was scheduled to open on Sunday was still there when I arrived. So as she was getting ready to leave, I said, I need a favor. (laughs) And for some reason, I hesitated in asking her. Like, I didn't really know what to say or how to say it. Like, the answer could actually change my life. So I just looked at her with a weird sideways smile, then finally asked if she could switch with me. So I come back and open Sunday morning instead of closing. She said she had to check with her family and see if they had plans and she would get back to me. 30 minutes after she left, she texted and said it was all good, that we could switch. Oh, yay! From from that point on, everything just snowballed. I had the biggest obstacle out of my way, so now to make the rest happen. Teamwork makes the dream work, people. Sure does. I went back and forth about a ticket to the event. At first, I was like, I'll figure it out when I get down there. Like I usually do for most concerts I attend. You're amazing, Stephanie. You are amazing. I checked checked StubHub first and was willing to pay whatever I needed to. But the only problem with that was because Coachella uses wristbands, not tickets. All bands had to be picked up in person. I called them to see what the latest pickup time was and if anyone could pick up for me and all other options I could think to exhaust. But it ended up not working out since I wasn't going to get down there until much later. At that point, I was like, YOLO, I'll find someone selling one outside. But then I realized how late I was going to get there. And was like, dude, if I don't have a ticket by the time I get there, no one is going to be hawking them. So I'm screwed. Then finally, I turned to the one place that scares me the most, Craigslist. (laughs) Me too. Me too, Stephanie. (laughs) Me too. Same, same. Went um, I have a very sketchy Lego story to tell someday. <laughs> I went through the posts, most of wristbands for weekend two, but I found one for weekend one advertised for the cheapest I had seen any advertised anywhere. I replied via text immediately, really not thinking I'd get a reply since the event was well underway and the wristband had probably already been sold. To my surprise, within minutes, the postie replied. I asked if it was still available and he... I didn't know if it was a he, she, or other at the time, replied that yes, it was, but someone was supposed to pick it up later. But he already said that so many people had flaked already that he wasn't counting on it. After confirming it was a weekend one wristband, I told him that I wanted it 100% guaranteed. The only problem was that he had advertised it from San Francisco and I was across the bay and I wouldn't be able to pick it up until after midnight. He then replied that he was actually in Oakland, which happened to be the city right next to me. I couldn't believe it. And it was only $200, which happened to be the exact amount of money I had in my wallet. And usually I don't carry any cash at all. 
I let the mid-shift manager know that I had to step out to make a miracle happen. I'm not going to lie. I was like, what if it's a serial killer? What if it's a ploy to rob me? Am I going to die? So I shared the address with the other manager in case the cops needed to know where to find my body. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Two associates hugged me in case they never saw me again when I was on my way. Oh, my God. <laughs> I texted the other manager when I got to the pickup spot, but I didn't see her reply immediately. So I didn't reply right away. She was worried that the Craigslist murderer kidnapped me and had been the one to text her that I was there safely, even though he had probably already cut me into pieces just to throw off suspicion. <laughs> I love this. We may or may not have seen too many SVUs or CSIs. I feel you. I feel you. All in all, it took less than 10 minutes to get there, less than five minutes for the exchange, and less than 10 minutes back. The course of my life changed in less than a lunch break. Now, the second hurdle had been cleared. I texted a few friends a picture of the Coachella box, and they were all in semi-disbelief, not really surprised, kind of amazed, planning my instinct junkie intervention. But they knew if anyone was going on this adventure, it was me. I had posted on Facebook trying to get someone to ride down to, so to Southern California with me so that I wasn't traveling alone. I would have anyways, but company is always appreciated on long journeys. I was trying to talk my friends and fellow fans into winging it and coming along but no bites. Finally, at about 9 p.m., one of my cousins replied and said she, her husband, and their baby girl were considering going down to Disney to join some of their family. And if I was still looking for some road dogs, they were in. That's amazing. Schedule. I, I would have totally been down, Steph, just telling you. <laughs> Schedule check. Wristband check. Road dogs check. Everything was coming together. I was home from work at 11.30 p.m., Picked a few outfits, packed, showered, and was in bed by 2 a.m. I met with my mom at 6.30 a.m. to exchange cars, since hers was a little bit more current with the maintenance, and then I was back at work at 7 a.m. to get the building open and operating. The morning is still a blur. My fellow manager arrived at 11 a.m., and I was out the doors by 11.30. I met my cousin and family at noon, and we were on our way. We got an hour into the drive, and then the gas light came on. I was so excited that I freaking forgot to get gas before we left. Oh my gosh. Like it never even crossed my mind. I had one mission and I forgot all the steps I still needed to take to get there. Luckily, we were still close to civilization, so filling up happened. Then we proceeded on the adventure of a lifetime. I think we only stopped a couple times for gas and a baby break on that six-hour journey to our first stop. Let me tell you, my baby cousin is a true hero. That five-month-old was so well-behaved didn't need a whole lot, and was just a little trooper. My cousin-in-law did a lot of the driving on the way down, and I am so grateful for that because it had already been a long day leading up to the trip, and it was going to be an even longer night. We arrived in Anaheim around 6.15 p.m. They got checked in their room. My cousin-in-law took the car to fill up while I got ready and prepped for the last two-hour stretch of the trip. I was officially en route to Coachella by 6.45 p.m. I remember eating very little all day because I just couldn't. And I remember snacking on an apple and some goldfish during those last two hours to Coachella. This is irrelevant, but I'm throwing in all the deets I can recall. And I appreciate it. <laughs> it's really painting the picture. I'm like here for it. I am on the edge of my seat. I am. <laughs> I am here. <laughs> <laughs> I had never been anywhere near Coachella or Palm Springs. So I was really disoriented when I finally made it to that last highway before the getting to my destination. Traffic wasn't horrible, but it was still quite a trek. So I was slowly getting anxiety with each passing minute. 
I followed directions directly to the fairgrounds. However, it was about 8.45 p.m. at that point, and the streets were blocked a mile in every direction. I circled the area looking for anywhere to park, feeling helpless. I finally pulled over to ask someone what to do, and they informed me that parking had just shut down. At this point, it was about 9 p.m. They suggested that I park at a shopping center and Uber in. I found a shopping center three miles away and requested an Uber. I was throwing things in my fanny pack, trying to get it together because my Uber was on its way. The guy was only able to get me a mile and a half closer because of the street blockages. So I sped walked a mile and a half in. Holy cow. It was like us when we were trying to get to our hotel. We got trapped in New York. Yes, you're right. (laughs) I forgot about that. Um, And started the winding path through the gates of Coachella. I knew Ariana was scheduled to play at 10.30 p.m., and at this point, it was probably 9.30. I was close enough, and I knew I would make it. I was no longer worried about making it in, but now I was having major anxiety and freaking out and semi-crying at what might be happening. (laughs) I love it. I love you. (laughs) In the next hour, uh, oh, what might be happening in the next hour? There was a lot of talking to myself on that walk. The main message to myself was, bitch, be cool. (laughs) I knew it wouldn't be a long line since it was so late and the night was almost over. People were actually leaving as I was walking in and I'm thinking to myself, don't you people understand that NSYNC is about to be on that stage? Y'all are going to regret leaving early. I wonder how you're going to feel knowing you missed this when everyone will be talking about this in the morning. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Not my problem. The whole world was talking about it. (laughs) The walk into the festival felt just as long as the walk to the fairgrounds. It felt like miles of a fenced off path which was made of dirt, but not just any dirt. The chunks of dirt were so huge, it was like walking on rocks. I was certain I was about to sprain my ankle, but I remembered, reminded myself that it would be worth it, and the hospital would be there when it was over. I made it through the gated path. Nothing sprained, just a little sweat. I made it through security, and I was in. I had absolutely no idea where I was going. I threw the strip together so last minute that I had no time to prep. I walked over to a tent-covered stage. It was a big stage, and I was like, is this it? I was looking for some sign labeling the stage or some list of set times and found nothing. I asked around. The first two security people I asked were no help. One was so rude, he was like, I don't know, did you look at your map? Dude, what you, thinking, you had one job. Right, I'm thinking, mother effer, don't you think if I had a map, I would know where the F I'm going? Why would you waste my precious breath? Why would I waste my precious breath speaking to you? I was like, dude, I just got here and there was no map and I need to know where the main stage is. So his rude ass referred me to someone else who was nicer, but so that he didn't know where the main stage was. I'm thinking, are you people kidding me? How are you working the most popular festival known to mankind? You can't tell me where the main stage is. A little panic started to set in. It was dark. It was getting late. Her set was rapidly approaching and I had no idea where I was going. So finally, I was referred to another guy who actually pointed me in the right direction. He's like, it's all the way on the other side, past that tent, past the beer garden, and you'll see it. The act that was on stage I had first seen upon entrance had just started, and some people were running towards me to get to it. So I was going against traffic, but my destination was clear now. Once I had the stage in my sight, I stopped for water. The girls selling those very reasonably priced water bottles, only two bucks. That was practically free in festival land. (laughs) was like, I like your shirt, an in-sync crop tee simply styled with in-sync across the chest. P.S. I don't wear crop tops, but I figured, 
what is that word? Swando and Coachella? Quando and Coachella, I think. Quando? I think. I guess that means when in Coachella. When in Coachella, yeah. (laughs) And I simply asked, (laughs) this is. This is the place, right? And she just enthusiastically nodded yes. It was about to go down. I tried to locate a restroom because, I mean, I had just spent two plus hours driving and chugging an energy drink and water, making no stops. But there were no restrooms in sight, and I was not about to walk back to the entrance where they were. I had done way too much just to get with an eyeshot of that stage. I figured, what's a little pee in my pants? True, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> It was probably going to happen upon seeing InSync for the first time in 17 years anyways. (laughs) PSS. I didn't actually pee my pants. I think my whole body had shut down at the point because nothing more was going to get in my way. I kind of walked back and forth across the field. I walked all the way down the right side. I had one friend there already, but trying to get in contact with anyone in that mass of people was impossible. It was hard to tell where a good spot would be because a lot of people were sitting down. So getting an accurate read was not happening. I knew just being there was all I needed, regardless of what I could or couldn't see. But I really did want to see something. My brain was all over the place. I was like, I could just start pushing through people. I could go all the way up front, but all the way to the side. The options were limitless. I ultimately didn't want to cause any drama by pushing through people. I didn't want a harsh angle of the stage. So I figured if I was semi-central, I would at least catch a glimpse of whatever was going down no matter how far back I was standing. I couldn't actually get centered because the sound and lighting booth was to my left and the people were too packed in to get through any further. Not to mention there was a fenced off area in the middle for VIPs. In fact, that's where Billie Eilish and Justin Bieber were meeting. I remember seeing the crowd directly around that spot, all holding up their lights and phones. I heard rumblings that it was Bieber, but I could not possibly care less. I am not a fan. Again, another irrelevant point, hey, but it's part of my memory. Hey, so I like, I'm, you're painting the picture. You're painting it's, the picture, and the picture is clear. It's like she's such a good storyteller. She is. I'm here for it. <laughs> I settled on my spot and reminded myself that being there was enough. I've also done enough general admission shows to know that when the show starts, people push in and up. So that was going to be my game plan. Oh, yeah. By this time, it was probably around 10 p.m., and I only had 30 minutes to go. I was calm and quiet because the only thing I wanted in life might actually be happening, and I was there. I was a part of it. Ariana might have been a few minutes behind schedule, and I had no clue when the song I was waiting for would be coming. So I stayed calm and waited for it. I remember waiting for it. Me too. Oh, my gosh. I. Oh, my gosh. I remember the moment like it was yesterday. Yes, I was sitting at my in my office. Everybody I was laying was in bed in Mexico. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it was the fourth song in, and when I heard the first chords to Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm bored. I immediately started crying, and my camera went up in the air. If NSYNC was actually going to be there, this was Oh my the song. god, I'm dying. This is my entire trip. The whole saga coming to its peak. My dreams potentially coming true. 17 years of waiting. This was it. I honestly couldn't see much. And I didn't even see them walk on the stage. This was either going to be the greatest moment of my life or the biggest disappointment I've ever experienced. When the song came to a pause and she looked over her shoulder and then uttered the words, I'd waited so long to hear again. I lost my whole ass mind. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, in sync. 
I basically blacked out at that moment, and I only remember bits and pieces. I know I still couldn't see, but what glimpse I did catch, I really only saw JC at first, and I was like, is it just him? Yeah, no, I know, I know. That's how the camera was. And I was like, wait a second, where's everybody? Where's everybody? Where are they? <laughs> and for a tenth of a second, I was thoroughly confused, but still getting my life and losing, but, but still getting my life and losing my ever-loving mind. My eyes darted around and I finally caught a glimpse of everyone else. I also still didn't know if Justin was there or not because I knew it was physically possible that he that he'd be there, albeit highly unlikely. Honestly, I'll always love Justin, even though I can't stand him much of the time. And I did secretly hope he would have made it to this. But I was perfectly fine with the fact that he ultimately wasn't there. Same. I didn't know what my camera was recording, and I didn't care. Because this moment was everything. When the song ended, I stopped recording because that was it. Or so I thought. I had never even imagined there would be more and i was so content with them just singing it makes me ill i know i didn't have any (laughs) i didn't have any time to process because immediately after that ended tearing up my heart started and my blackout went even darker i managed to get my phone recording again i still couldn't see a thing but it didn't matter what i do remember was the people right in front of me looking back at me and staring i still have no idea why because it could have been my screaming. It's possible it was my singing. It might have been me sobbing. <laughs> I may have even bumped them while jumping around. I was not aware of anything I was physically doing. You probably I, had Nikki arms. Maybe. <laughs> Just like those guys, yes. you know. <laughs> those blow up car dealership guys. Right. <laughs> I do remember Ari in the middle sitting that choreography, hitting that choreography so hard. And when JC yelled, let me see you jump, I think that's when I snapped back into reality and I started processing things again. I went even harder with the dancing, singing and jumping, because it was one of those moments when I found myself actively living in the moment and I wanted to live it the best I could. I've probably never smiled that huge in my life. As the song wound down, I stayed recording just in case more was coming. Not that I needed anything else because my life was complete in that moment. So I have them thanking the crowd and Ariana and that was a perfect way to wrap up that video. Once they cleared the stage, I had to catch my breath, gather myself, and keep from crumbling to the floor. I remember leaning over with my hands on my knees, trying to get my vision and hearing back. Attempting to process anything that had just happened. I had had a brief exchange with the guy next to me before Ari hit the stage, and I was like, I'm here for NSYNC, and I showed him my shirt. While I was trying to compose myself, he put his hands on my shoulders and was just like, oh my gosh. I think that was the general consensus of the crowd, because it was that epic. It really was. It really was. I stayed for her whole set and appreciated everything she brought to the stage. But nothing would top in sync. It was one of those show-stopping, draw-dropping moments that could never be duplicated. Because self-service had been so bad during the show, I just put my phone on airplane mode as to not drain the battery, and I honestly didn't give a crap about the outside world. Not a lot of people knew I was going, and I didn't want to just jinx anything, so I kept the details of the trip very quiet, with the exception of a few friends I had texted or messaged directly. So once all was saying and done, I turned airplane off, 
only to be blasted with texts from friends who knew I was there, checking to see if I was still alive. Because I hadn't replied immediately, a few of them thought I was dead in the dirt in the desert. <laughs> the crowd was clearing out. I love her. I do too. And I was trying to coordinate a meetup with a friend of mine who scored a wristband earlier that same day. She was the only person I knew there, and I'm so glad I had someone to squeeze after the greatest moment of my life. We went to good old Denny's to hang out and further bask in the glory of the evening. We had mutual friends and were pals on social media, but never had the chance to hang out together. So it was great to catch up and squeal about what we witnessed. That's cool. Wow, that's so Like, awesome. that's so cool. Finally, around 2 a.m., I headed out of Indio and was on my way home. Yes, this trip was a down and back adventure. Holy cow. You must have been so tired. Oh, my word. It was like that <laughs> time that we were seeing, like, animals in the... Like, animals and ghosts. Yes, that was crazy. That was a New Kids on the Block concert. Was it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was bad. Mm. I knew it would be brutal, but I knew that it would be worth it. I drove about three hours up and stopped to nap in the car for what was supposed to be a 30-minute cat nap, but turned into a couple hours. I was in a time crunch because I was due to be back at work at 11 a.m. Whoa. I got back on the road at 5 a.m. and the journey continued. I had exhausted so much energy at the show. The last five hours of the drive home were harsh. I had to stop several times to stretch and keep my blood flowing. And at one point, I knew I wasn't going to make it to work on time. So I let my manager know. She knew I had gone and knew I was insane and was shocked I was still driving home. So she was cool with me coming in an hour or so late. I made it home to shower and change, then made it to work for another nine hours. Although I was exhausted, oh I had, for real, that's crazy. Although I was exhausted, I had the comfort of knowing that I had just experienced one of my top two moments in life, the other being the star ceremony, and the smile never left my face. Oh my the entire adventure officially lasted less than 48 hours. I'm still amazed that everything went down the way that it did. I'm a strong believer in, if it's meant to be, it will be. And this was just another example of that being true for me. And especially when it comes to NSYNC. I have experienced so many cool things and have countless memories thanks to those guys. And this moment will go down as one of the greatest. I don't have many, if any, pics because I was recording everything. But I do have two videos on YouTube. Stephanie. And they and are on our Stephanie website. Button. It is Stephanie Button. They are. Yes. Um, so you'll see the videos and... They are right there. Oh. She, she was there. Like, she was there. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, and she's Steffi Button on Instagram. Yes. So go and tell her how, what an amazing storyteller she is and that she should send more stories to the My So-Called Whatever podcast. Yes. More stories because she is an amazing storyteller. Yes. I feel like I was there with her. Me too, Brooke. You did a great job with that. That was, oh. Oh, thanks. What a great story. What I know, an it was amazing awesome. story. Thank you so much for sharing. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So we have one more story. I'm just, like, blown away by that. Like, she was in it to win it. Like, she was there. She was there for this, like, momentous oh, yeah, occasion. Was. And they did amazing, too. They did so amazing. 
So again, we had to stop because <laughs> I realized I was like, wait a second. Why can't I hear myself? Because usually I can hear myself a little bit, but I right. hadn't been able to hear myself on the last one. And I was like, what's going on? And I realized I was trying to adjust because while Brooke, because of the phone, the phone like goes in and out. So as she talks, I adjust the sound in and out. And I wasn't adjusting her. I was adjusting me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So that happened. Um, but we have one more story. And it is Jennifer's InSync Adventure. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share this story. Yay. So here we go. Jennifer's InSync Adventure. As I was driving down to Cleveland from Detroit to meet up with my friend Allie, it was hard to contain my excitement. It was the first weekend of December in 1998. InSync was doing back-to-back shows in Cleveland, then Detroit. The night before our first show, we drove around downtown Cleveland with hopes of maybe spotting the guy somewhere. We had no luck that night, but I told Allie that I had this crazy feeling we were going to meet them during the weekend. That's crazy. That is crazy. The next day we got ready and headed back downtown to scope. The next day we got ready and headed back downtown to scope out the arena. To our dismay, it began to rain. Things that are good always happen in the rain. We saw that the will call door was open. So we went in there. There was a security guard there. So we politely asked if we could hang out there until the rain stopped. He was very nice. And we ended up talking to him for about an hour. Wow. In the midst of conversation, he said, so, do you want to meet them? What? <laughs> I was like, meet them? Feeling a little dumbfounded, he said, yeah, the band. I think in this moment, someone needed to pick my mouth up from the floor. Me and Allie looked at each other, and I looked back at him and said, yes. He said, okay, I'm going to take you up to them now. <sighs> what in the world? That's crazy. That is so crazy. We followed him to the elevator and he took us up to a small meeting room where other fans were waiting. I was so nervous because I noticed that the other girls had on wristbands, but he told us not to worry about it. They lined up everyone around the perimeter of the room. I think there was maybe 50 of us. That's like not a lot. No, it's not. Oh my gosh. The doors opened and the guys all walked in to begin greeting fans. My heart sang into my chest. I was so beyond nervous. I didn't have I didn't have days like these girls to prep what I wanted to say. They were signing autographs, giving hugs and taking pictures. I was bummed because I had left my CD in the car and I meant to bring it. Someone gave me a piece of paper for them to sign for me. I guess it was better than nothing. JC was pretty quiet. Justin looked at me like I was an alien because I gave him just a piece of paper to sign. Chris was nice. Poor Lance was sick. Oh, was that around the time that like he remember when he missed some shows Do you Maybe. That? um and was like i don't know if you want to hug me i'm really sick oh i told him i didn't care and he gave me a huge hug and then it happened my joey my sweet joey was next and i completely froze my jaw dropped to the floor once again i couldn't have even move he looked at me smiled and gave me the biggest and best bear hug I've ever received. Then he blurted out, oh my God, you are the cutest thing I've ever seen. What? I think I died in that moment. No pulse, completely dead. He then went in to have full-fledged conversation with me. 
He hadn't done that with any of the other fans. We talked about Detroit and how much he loved performing at the Palace of Auburn Hills. I told him we had front row seats for that show tomorrow. He smiled and was like, "Mm, okay. We were chatting so long. His bodyguard grabbed his shoulder and said, Joey, we got to keep moving. Joey said, okay, hold on a minute. I'm talking to her. I couldn't believe his response. My beautiful Fatone wanted to talk to me. He eventually had to move on, but that moment was beyond amazing and I'll never forget it. We headed back down the elevator and I noticed that I had left my camera case in the room. They let me go back up to get it, but it was so awkward. They were just finishing up the meet and greet and I walked in the room, waved and said, sorry, I forgot something. I was, (laughs) it was nice to have another glance at them again. Because it was so close to the holidays, the show that we saw was the Christmas show. It was a lot of fun. They even made it snow on stage. Cool. So they sang the Christmas album? That's amazing. I would have loved that. The next morning, we stopped at a store to grab some snacks before we headed to Detroit. I saw some mistletoe by the register and was like, why not? Someone in Cleveland had thrown some on stage the night before, so I figured it would be fun to do it in Detroit. We stopped at my house first to get ready for the show and then drove another hour north to the Palace of Auburn Hills. It was so exciting walking to our seats. A friend of mine had worked for Ticketmaster and surprised me with these seats. What? 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 Holy cow. Front row. I'd never oh had seats gosh. like this before at such a large venue. Yeah. Front row for those instinct shows was insane. We can say we, we know from experience. It was insane. It was insanity. The best. Um. <laughs> It's a completely different experience, especially in those like really large arenas. It's yeah. like crazy. The lights went out and these five beautiful men in moon man suits appeared on stage. The costumes came off and they began running around the stage. Joey came up to me and waved hi. OMG, he saw me. <laughs> my heart was beating out of my chest. The entire show was high energy. Once they got to the Christmas songs, things got a little more serious. I hand made a sign that said, pucker up, Joey. They began to sing the song under my tree. Oh, oh no one else but me song. and you. <laughs> right. That's the song, right? Yeah. Keep the music nice and low. I'll show you how good it could be. I wish the Santa, I could, wish be the here Santa could be here to see. <laughs> it's beautiful under my tree. <laughs> um, doop do doo um and the part where they say mistletoe came up okay once the part where they say mistletoe came up i held up my sign and threw the mistletoe at joey i threw it so hard it flew under his chair the look (laughs) on his face was priceless he bent down to grab it and held it over his head and then justin said the crowd went insane the rest of the show was amazing they always put on amazing performances that is the truth what an incredible weekend that turned out to be. To this day, this story makes me smile. It is one of the best memories I have of me and my friend Allie. Oh, she passed away in the summer of 2015 from Aww. cystic fibrosis. Oh, I'm so sorry. We were friends for an amazing 18 years. I miss her every second of every day. It's crazy how the love of music and boy bands can bring an incredible friendship. Please tell your friends that you love them on a daily and never take any of them for granted because they are the chosen family that we make memories with. Thank you, everyone. Aww. Peace and love. Jenny. You can follow me on Twitter and it's Jenny Sexton and Instagram Jenny Sexton 7. Oh, Jenny. Jenny. Thank you for sharing. And I'm sorry you hear about your friends. I know. Oh, my goodness. Nikki, I love you. 
I was just going to say, Brooke, I love you. <laughs> and I miss you so much. I know. And I miss Joey Fatone. <laughs> I do too. I really miss Joey Fatone. I mean, I really miss you too, but I really miss Joey Fatone. Um, can I just say that the FUBU 5 shirt that Lance is wearing is the one I absolutely wanted? So, I've looked for those for you. Have you really? Yes, I have. <laughs> they're hard to find. You know, like I always expensive. wanted one. I always wanted one to the point where I didn't even care what they look like. Right. I just wanted one. But I can very clearly remember the blue with red is what I wanted. Oh, my God. Because he wore that in a couple shoots, I do believe. <laughs> or maybe it was like, like, Lance in the Wild or, you know. Maybe, yeah. Like, like <laughs> candid shots. Yes, 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 yes. Like, Lance going out to brunch. Right. With his mom. With his mom. And and then we see them and say hi. <laughs> and I'm wearing a Lance <laughs> necklace and he looks at me and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Lance, I'm wearing this necklace. Okay. I love Lance. I love Lance. I still have that <laughs> necklace. And I have the bracelet to match. It was a matching set um, from Claire's. So, <laughs> I have the necklace. I still have my JC necklace somewhere. So many good memories with NSYNC. Seriously. So many freaking good memories with NSYNC. Jenny, thank you for sending your story. Yes, Check out her Jenny. pictures on our the website. website. And no wonder Joey thought that you were the cutest thing because you are her, the, cutest the cutest thing. thing. You are. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, I am going, I'm not even going to say what it is. Okay. Okay. But I am going to go on the website. Okay. And I'm going to post a link to my favorite NSYNC Christmas song. <gasps> and it will be found on there. Okay. It'll be like a, like a little fun thing. Okay. <laughs> I just feel like listening to the Instinct Christmas album now. Me so. too. Keep the music nice and low. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I can remember us listening to the Christmas album in the summer. Like very vividly yes. driving in your car and listening to it. Yeah. And um, oh, what's that song? I, I'm sorry. I can't. I, I feel like I'm a bad fan because especially today, I felt like a bad fan. <laughs> Because I asked you Why? about JC being adopted because I felt like I never knew that. But I must have known that. Uh, you definitely knew it. You just forgot. It's just crazy. I I just never. I just. And like it's like learning it all again. New. Brand new. Like. Gosh. I hope that. Uh, I'm not losing my brain. Um, it's just one of those things that got thrown out in the trash. Like when they were trying to make room for new memories. Right. It happens to all of us. Yeah. So I think I know what song you're you're thinking of. And that's my favorite that's Christmas song. Christmas. Do 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 <laughs> loves in our hearts on Christmas <gasps> Day. I can't sing. Sorry guys. Sorry. No, I, I can't either, which is why I'm that. I'm not going to. But that is my favorite in St. Christmas song. Snowflake melts in your something turns, I to, turns a tear. to a tear. 
But your cheek will stay dry with your warmth, something so near. We're gonna make so it. We're gonna make it. <laughs> oh my god, I love JC. Does it so much Brooke, better. I so badly want to just go and drive. Remember when we would drive until we got lost? Yeah. I want to do that. I want to go and drive and get lost, but not maybe not get lost, but like drive a long ways and just listen to NSYNC with you <laughs> I and know. sing at the top of our lungs. That's what I want to do. So I had like, the reason why you're remembering that song is yeah. because I had made a CD mix for myself, like okay. for my car of like my favorite. It was like my ultimate NSYNC mix. Okay. Like my personal probably didn't mix. include my ultimates on it. It what? It probably didn't include my ultimates on it because I have a weird I have a weird range. <laughs> no, I do know that that love is in our heart on Christmas is on there. Okay, I love um, or loves in our hearts on Christmas, yeah. I should say. And there there were some other gems, certainly, but. And I also think that there may have been some, like, no, not may have. There were definitely some things recorded off the TV. Yes. Like the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh. <laughs> that was absolutely cool. on there. That's awesome. That was absolutely on there. So, and I downloaded it from Napster. Of course you did. Because that's where I could find those live performances. Right. So I love the live performances. I freaking loved them like i loved them so i did have a lot of those on that mix i may have had some britney spears on that mix too yeah probably not gonna lie but anyway if i could find that cd i would have to find a cd player to play it in yeah (laughs) and that that would be ain't that the truth that would be a fun walk down memory lane yeah um but anyway so this was this all of this was a fun walk down memory lane like this it was. was I needed this like I needed this in my life this week like this is what I needed. Yep, yep. I think we all need a little in sync in our lives. I just keep staring at that picture of her and Lance, and I'm so jealous. Like all I okay. want is to meet oh. him. Like I just want to meet him just once. I want him to be on our podcast. Yes, that would be amazing. I mean, like why not? And I could talk to him about. All the crazy stuff I used to do. <laughs> like, we could ask him once and for all, do you remember emailing Nikki from I Am Pufu? And her name was Lance Bassass. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like one of these days, do you remember that, that NSYNC fan fiction I found not that long ago? Yes. I need to find it. And I feel like I want to post a link to it. Yes, please do. Put it on our website. If I can find it, you guys, it was like, there's a lot of chapters. It's, But it's a good read. It's a good it's, read. It's a good read if amazing. you're not doing anything. Just sit down and read it. Just sit down and read it. Because Here, do this. You, it, Pop on the Christmas album. Yes. Grab yes. a glass of wine and read this story. Grab, grab a Zima. Yes. <laughs> Toss a little Jolly Rancher in there. Yes. And listen to this sync. Or listen or read the NSYNC fan fiction because it is from like it is like old school fan fiction. Oh my gosh. There is drama 
with with lots of love triangles. I wish I could find my NSYNC fanfic. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even remember what it was about. Do you? Oh, my God. No, I have no idea. But you remember reading it. I remember. Oh, yes. (laughs) I remember people used to take orders. What do you mean? Like, you could go on, like, the message boards. And you could be like, oh, yes, will you please write a fanfic for me? My favorite is, this is what I look like. Like, you could, like, tell people, like, what? order your own fanfic. I remember I this. don't remember that, Brooke. I remember Oh, this. my God. No, I don't remember that. You could be like, my name's Brooke. I am 20 years old. <laughs> 20. <laughs> and my favorite is JC, but I also, I also like Joey. Um, and I like Chris. Like, he's my third. And, like, they could... And someone would write you a fanfic. I remember this. I remember spending hours reading these. I would always put myself in, like, the friend position with Lance, though. That's so... (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd always be, like... I always just wanted to be his best friend. Well, because I had Kevin. You know? But this was even before Kevin. Yeah, but I wasn't, like... I don't know. It's... It's weird. Like with Lance, it wasn't like Joey McIntyre. Oh, wow. I mean, so you know what I mean? Like, because with Joey McIntyre, like, I loved Joey McIntyre. Like, but we were also like a little older. We were a little older, and I was like, and like a little realistic. more realistic. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> so. But I just remember these fanfics. Just, they were amazing. And some of these people, like, they had a following. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some if of we them. could find some of those like GeoCities pages, I okay. So I hunted down. I was like, where did all the GeoCities pages go? Like, where did all the cowboys go? Where did all the GeoCities pages go? I wish that people would have like held on to those because those were true treasure, national treasure. So this is a good episode. I'm gonna see if I can find that fan fiction. Okay. And I'm gonna post a link to it. Okay, this is a long episode, so you may have had to do it in two parts, but it's okay. We haven't had a long episode in a long time, so. Right. It's, so been, anyway. it's been real. And yeah, we had a lot of InSync to cover. For you real. Know, you know? I can't wait for InSync Volume 4. So, yeah, send your stories in for InSync Volume 4, which we will be covering probably, hopefully, in the next few months. But Sometimes. it's perfectly yeah. it's a perfect good time, a perfectly good time for you to like sit down, take some time, write a story. Stephanie Button, I'm talking to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> write a story or 10. And give us a call. Yes. Leave uh, us a message if you have yep. like a little quick, like a, a little, little quick, quick anecdote yes. you want to share. Yeah. And we're having our another Zoom meeting. And I'm sure actually by the time this is done, we'll probably have another one scheduled because we're going right. to we're going to try during the quarantine to try to do it. Try to do it every week. Try. We're going to try. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. This was great, Brooke. I had fun. I know. I did too. So, yeah. So, yeah. And we love you. And until next time. Until next time. Bye. That's it. Bye. Giddy up. Giddy up. Giddy up. (laughs) Gotta giddy up. (laughs)